What's going on, everybody? This is Heath, and I'm here with Steven, and this is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. I want to take a second to thank everybody for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us at TikTok and Instagram at Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. And we started a YouTube channel, putting out some going viral, going viral, putting out some great content there. We're going to continue to work to put out more good stuff, trying to record ourselves doing this. So super excited. If you haven't already, go back and listen to our previous two episodes interview, South Alabama Commit. Jared Hollins, and then former Alabama receiver Richard Mullaney. Like, probably one of our favorite interviews we have done so far. Steven, let everybody know what we got coming up in the show. Yeah, we're going to just talk some football. You know, we're going to look at uh, on three, put out their preseason college football top 25, kind of discuss that, and maybe try to figure out what some of these guys were thinking putting this out on a few of these teams. Uh, take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk some uh, NFL football, look at a couple divisions, and tell you who we think will come out on top. So y'all stick around. All right, everybody, we are back. As we mentioned before, we're going to jump right into talking some college football. So anybody that follows sports online has heard of On3. And they put out their preseason top 25. And let's just run through it. Let's go. This is 1 through 25. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. This is where it starts getting dicey for me. Texas at number five. Clemson, Penn State, LSU, Tennessee, USC is uh, number 10. Notre Dame, Oregon, Oklahoma. Confused on that one. FSU, Utah, TCU at 16. Washington State, Arkansas, Kentucky, Florida at 12 or 20, excuse me, Florida at 20, Washington, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Minnesota, and number 25, Pittsburgh. I'm so again, you know, preseason rankings mean nothing. Absolutely not. But they're just fun to kind of talk about. What what did you take of this list when you saw it? Honestly, it's a little bit confusing, you know, we can debate the top four that they had, but I don't think we need to. I think Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, maybe those are not the top four, but you can't really, I would say, argue with that. I think my biggest problem is Texas at five. Now, I'm a huge, you know, I'm a believer in Texas coming into this season. I think they have the talent. You're hearing great things about Quinn Ewers. He's lost weight. He's gotten into shape. A.D. Mitchell transferring in from Georgia to be a receiver. So, I really think they, the ceiling's high for Texas, and I think they got a good chance of beating Bama. But to have them at five, to me, is a little premature. It's crazy. I don't even, what did they were seven and five last year? So, eight and, eight and five. Eight oh, well, with the bowl game, eight and five. Okay, eight and five. Yeah, no, that, that that's the first one that's way too high. I'm going to let you hit on that. Yeah, I, well, first off, I don't understand what preseason rankings are based off of. Because it can't be based off of what teams finished last year. Because again, no, no, you're projecting. No, you're projecting. Yeah. But it, so then I have a problem with if you're projecting. Well, I don't want to jump down too far. No, I'll go ahead and do it. So my projecting. If you're projecting, why would you have Florida at twenty? Florida their, should not their be in there. Schedule is brutal. Yeah, they shouldn't be in there. At and all. they just lost him, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback coming in. I don't think is going to be better than. Him. Well, he might be better in their system, maybe. No, Graham Mertz is terrible, dude. Um. So, Texas, yeah, we both agree should not be at number five. And then, I mean, you know, 
6 through 12. You know, you get Clemson, Penn State, LSU, Tennessee, USC, Notre Dame, Oregon. But then Oklahoma at 13. Yeah, I don't I don't get Oklahoma at 13. One, there's two teams that I'm really, really high on, and a lot of people are too. Florida State at 14, I think, should be higher. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't sure. mind putting Florida State at like the 9, 10, 8 range. And to me, LSU should be higher. I wouldn't mind putting LSU where Texas is at at 5. You're like, oh, no way. Man, LSU was first year under Brian Kelly, went 10 and 2. Or maybe they had three losses. Yeah, they had three losses. Yeah, they Still were made it to the SC Championship. Had a solid year. They got a lot of guys coming back. I think LSU should be higher. The one I like is Penn State, man, at yeah. seven. I think they're going to have a really, really good team this year. Yeah, uh, like you said, FSU definitely higher. Oklahoma, again, they went six and seven last year. What do you think year. about Notre Dame being at 11? Too high, too low? I think that's too high. Too high? I agree. I think my Utah Utes should be a little higher, though. <laughs> you, going I think, with, you going with them to make the playoffs? They could be a sleeper again, like last year, sleeper in the playoffs. It's crazy that um, – I mean, I had them in one of our – Social media videos, TCU is an overrated college football playoff team. Yeah. But it's still crazy that they made the championship what, game and are all the way at 16. Here's a question. We hadn't talked about this. What do you think is more likely, TCU, if you had to put your money on it, that TCU would finish in the top 25 at the end of the season or finish outside the top 25? More likely. More likely if I had to, if I had to put money on yeah, it? Yeah, if you had let to me, bet. Let me, let me look at their uh, schedule here. I just got to see. I mean, because South Carolina could be higher than 22. Yeah, but, I mean, they lost a lot. Or not lost a lot. They won a lot of close games. TCU did TCU, last year. Yes, very much. Against uh, way lesser opponents. Mm, I mean, yeah, that's you easy. know, they could, they could lose to Deion Sanders in Colorado the first game of the season. Possibly. I don't know. That would be embarrassing. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I think they'll still be top 25. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs again, but I still have them as top 25 by the end of the season. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you said that. So you got. Let's see. USC at 10. I think USC is strictly because of Caleb Williams. He's so so special. Minnesota Pitt. You don't really know a lot about these teams. The team that I'm really surprised is Mississippi State, ranked 23. I actually think I was just going over some win totals, writing down for a previous episode about. Where I think these teams, some of these teams are going to finish. I got Mississippi State going five and seven. I don't think they're going to be very good. I think losing Mike Leach is going to hurt them because I think the guy, the coach they got in there now, he's their old defensive coordinator. I think he may want to switch some things up. And they because have, there's uh, no way you can have a defensive coordinator coaching your ball club running Mike Leach's system. You know what I'm saying? And um, Will Rogers isn't he back for another oh, he's still year? There. Yeah, he's still there. He, he's like he's Stetson like, Bennett. Yeah. He's and a he's gift like keeps a on giving. Seventh year in the league, in, not in the league and in, in college. Yeah, he's we, been there a long time. Yeah, we wasn't planning to talk about this but since you brought up kind of longevity. Uh, Javon Quinterly, Alabama basketball player, and we can get back to this in a second. Alabama basketball player transferring again. I mean, what, transferring again? What is he? Twenty five? I mean, he's older than he's, he's by my age. I think he's twenty five right now. My lord, this would be like his eighth. He graduated high school in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, I think because he went to Villanova. Man. He's like a grown man. Out. Yeah, he's he might have he might have graduated. What do you think he's late? Like? I know this is kind of off topic. What do you think he's looking for? Why transfer? I don't know. I think he might be threatened by the players. They threatened by an eighteen year old brought in. 
Uh, maybe. I just don't understand his purpose for either either he's threatened or because, you know, Alabama lost those two assistant coaches. Maybe he had a good relationship with one of them, and now that they're not there. He's like, I don't know. It's just weird that two-year starter to decide, which, I mean, I guess it doesn't surprise me. Everything with the portal of how it is nowadays doesn't surprise me. So I got two more questions, and then we're going to go to our NFL. Transfer Alabama had lost another defensive tackle. Billing, what's his last name? Uh, Jamil Burroughs. Jamil Burroughs. Yeah, you did. So talk to him about it. I you told me something I didn't hear. Yeah, you sent Mr. it to Jeff me actually, saying um, I told he he confirmed what you were saying. Yeah. So you sent to me sent me the thing. Jamil Burroughs, um, Alabama defensive lineman, played a lot last year. Was probably going to start or play a lot. You know, this year he's transferring. You said why would he transfer? There's a story, and you know it's true, not just a story that I think him and some guys at the dorms were like playing around or outside or whatever, running around with. With pellet guns, but maybe it looked legit, so the police got called. And then Josh Chapman, a former player, who's a D-line coach at Bama now, went over to kind of make sure everything's all right. And that, I don't know the whole story, but basically Burroughs and Chapman got it. Like the other players that were involved were fine, they were chill, but then Burroughs and Chapman got into it. He either like punched him or pushed him or something like that. So he was going to be either suspended indefinitely or be in Saban's doghouse all year long or something like that. So he was like, nah, I'm going to go ahead and transfer. That's crazy. Grown men playing with Pelicans? Is that, is that, that's what the story is? I it mean, can't be worse than what's going on at Georgia over there. Have you been know. seeing that? I haven't seen any of that. We'll have to get on that in the previous episode. Apparently have 11 guys with assault allegations. And then that, my last question, we're going to go to the next segment. Greg Sankey came out and said that there's some shady NIL deals and stuff that's hurting the players. Uh, I was listening to a podcast, and I, when I heard that, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's just being, you know, the old, you know, I don't like NIL, whatever. I did a little research, and I heard what he's talking about is apparently these some of these big companies or some of these big, they call them NIL agents, are coming and paying. So say, Stephen, you're a five-star, and you're coming into wherever. They say – here, we'll pay you 500000 to come to or go to wherever. We'll pay you 500000 And so they basically control you for the next four years. And whatever you do, they say, they come to you and say, hey, Tractor Supply wants to sponsor you. But Tractor Supply is going to write them a check for a million dollars and you don't get nothing. I hadn't seen any of that. Yeah. Apparently that. Apparently that's what's going on because you hear some of these kids getting these huge deals coming out of high school. And apparently that's what it is that these guys are, are – basically fronting them money, banking on they're going to be good, and they're not going to get any of the money that these agents are going to get it. I mean, it's not surprising. It's all about, you know, money is the number one object of greed, and, you know, people are going to want to make money, and it's all about being greedy. I mean, it doesn't surprise, it doesn't surprise me. That's why there's got to be some regulation, some better regulation. Event. I say better because it feels like there's none right now. They say there is, but there's, it's just kind of a free-for-all. Yeah, it's a, it's a free-for-all. It's ridiculous. We'll be back real quick. We're going to go over some NFL divisions, who we think are going to win. We're going to hit on some right after this break. All right, everybody, we are back. We're going to talk a little NFL Going to look at a couple of divisions, AFC East and AFC North. 
just talk for a second, kind of give our predictions. We did this last year, and it was a lot of fun, so we're going to do it again. And Stephen did not disappoint. We are starting off with the two hardest, probably the two hardest divisions to pick. Wouldn't you say, Stephen? For sure, for sure the East. For sure AFC yeah, East. Yeah, for sure. So, well, let's us start it. Do you want to start uh, from the fourth going to number one? Yeah, I guess let's start. Let's go AFC North first because yeah, like East that. for yeah. me is going to be hard. So, in, in the AFC North, we have Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. And we're going to go who we think will end – Fourth, do the first, obviously. For me, uh, this is the fourth, correct? This is the fourth. All right, it's the fourth. To me, this should be easy. I mean, it's between two teams. I wouldn't say to me it's the. I'm gonna say Steelers. I agree. Steelers. I'm gonna say Steelers at four. Um, still don't know about Kenny. And then yeah, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Um, so. You got Steelers at four. Steelers at I'm going to go three, so we can do it like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Monk. I got the Ravens at three. I think Lamar Jackson, he wanted the money. He's got the money. He's got a lot of pressure on him. They bring in OBJ. They draft that kid, Zay Flowers. Not Zay Flowers. Something yeah. Flowers. Yeah, it was Zay Flowers. Was it Zay? I knew it was a Flowers out of uh, Boston College. A lot of pressure on Lamar. I got the Ravens finishing third. I'm not saying they may. I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs. I just think they're going to finish third. I have the Browns at third. You don't think old Deshaun Watson's going I, back? I think. <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, never mind. I'm not <laughs> making a joke. I'm not going to make a joke. I don't. I just think because um, when he came back, he still, I mean, he wasn't good. Um, now he was rusty. Um, he was rusty. Not he had to work out the wrinkles. He didn't. Yeah, he wasn't all massaged out. You know, he was still. <laughs> a little rusty, <laughs> but um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna go Browns. I, I just I don't know until we until he proves it. Now, I think the defense would be good. They still have Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just we got to see. He 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 was off for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Watson was. Um, I don't think has anybody been off for that. I mean, we saw what happened Le'Veon Bell when he sat out. But I mean, his was different. He sat out over back, yeah. the spute, um, and he never was good. But I just I have the Browns at three. So you got the Browns at three. Who you got at two? Because I did three. The Ravens. So I, I'm going to go Bengals oh, at two. This guy. Bengals at two. Go join Turtlehead uh, look, Sports Monk, Talk. Hey, Monk had me on his show. I'll prop up the Ravens. So obviously, if Bengals at two, that means Ravens are at one. They were, I mean, well, Lamar Jackson's healthy. And, again, this is all pending 100% health for these quarterbacks and these teams, which never happens. But if Lamar Jackson is healthy, they already have the running game. They already have Mark Andrews, who's probably the best top two, I'll say. Maybe Travis Kelsey's a little better. Top two tight end in the league. With the weapons they added in the passing game at receiver, defense should still be good. I just think I'm going to have the Ravens finally get it done this year as the leader in the division. So, Bengals at two. So, I have Browns at two. I think Deshaun Watson, we're not going to spend a lot of time on him. Deshaun Watson coming back, I think he's going to, you know, work out the kinks. and He's going to come back. Mark Cooper, they're going to build some chemistry. At number one, I do have the Bengals. Joe Burrow, he has sold me. I'm a huge fan. Second best quarterback in the NFL. Could be the best over Patrick Mahomes. Who knows? 
the Bengals are going to be the number one seed, Stephen. So I got Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Steelers. I have Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. We'll have to – I got it wrote down, so we'll have to come back this time next year and see what we got. But let's go can't, to the – We can't lose the papers <laughs> we're writing this down on. Yeah, my wife's – you know, I love my wife, Courtney, man, but she just has a tendency. If I leave something around, it's going in the trash. I, I mean, I got to go dumpster diving for my stuff. She got to clean it off. She's oh. got to clean the counter. I know. It's a, it's a shame. You have a junk drawer you put stuff in? Yeah. <laughs> we have that at my house. Yeah. Try to clean it out. Yeah. I but, need to. Yeah. I got to be better. Anyway, we're AFC moving on to AFC East. East. Oh. This, this is, is brutal. Probably the hardest, one of the hardest. No, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm trying to look at all the other divisions, but I'll say the hardest yeah, yeah. division to pick. Because, to be perfectly honest, I can see all four of these teams making a deep run in the playoffs. I'm the Patriots? S- Dude. Oh, no. But no, this is, so, oh, my gosh. this is, I literally could put all four of these in a hat and draw them, and I'd be perfectly fine with the outcome. Uh, so, let's go, let's go four. Let's go four. Let's go, go four to one. Four. I'll go four first. I think this is like you said. I'm just gonna go. Everybody's staying healthy. That's what I'm gonna do because health just throws everything off. Everybody's healthy. Patriots at four. You know who their offensive coordinator is. Last year, who was it? Pencilhead. You called him Pencilhead. That was a great line. Um, um, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. This year, if you want to call him a <laughs> offensive coordinator, this year they got the great Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not fans of Bill O'Brien in Alabama, but you I know? still think he's he's gonna be light years ahead of. Patricia. Well, that's not hard. I think me and you could have been like yeah, years true. ahead. But we'll just get all our plays off of Madden. I think be the I think the Patriots are going to be fourth. I just think it's a loaded division. I think Bill Belichick really has swung and missed on players, man. And if they can't get D Hop, I mean, if you look at every other team in this division at their skill position, you got the Bills, Stephon Diggs, you got the Dolphins, Tyreek and Waddle, you got Garrett Wilson, and they're continuing to add players to the Jets. The Patriots are just falling behind. They lost Damian Harris to the Bills. I get the Patriots at four. Yeah, because, you know, the Patriots, which they've been like this for years, but who do they have on offense that a D coordinator, like, plans around? Well, to me, it's just uh, Stevenson. Yeah. Ramadre Stevenson. I mean, they went and signed, what, He's pretty solid on fantasy. Yeah. I mean, they they got Juju. He's not no, he's terrible. And then they, uh, Big time boy. the green bean, the real skinny Taekwon Thornton. He's really fast, but um, I just don't think they have anybody on offense that could scare anybody. I agree. Um, I don't know. As we saw at Alabama, Bill O'Brien's not very good at designing plays to get guys open. So I don't know if it'd be different for the Patriots, but. Oh, man. So you got I'm, them I'm, four? I'm teetering between Patriots and Jets. At four? Four. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Patriots at four. I say, come on, um, I mean, I think they'll have a great defense, but again, I don't know how explosive their offense will be. It'll be built on the run for sure. Then I'll go number three. I'll go. I'll go Jets. I'll go Jets at number three. I know they obviously got Aaron Rodgers. They have a great defense, or had a great defense last year. Should carry over to this year. Again. I'm putting them at three. Would not surprise me if they lead the division by the end of the year. You know. so But for right now, I'll put them at three. I think me and you are a little lower on Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people, man, we put that on our social media that 
we didn't think Aaron Rodgers was top six quarterback. A lot of people lost their mind. Like my brother Hunter, he's obsessed with Aaron Rodgers. I think he's like, he's top three. He's top three. You know, no, he's not. I just, I'm not. I saw. I do got the Jets at three. I agree with you. I just think a lot of people think will think about it like this. Well, you're substituting Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Yes and no. It doesn't really work like that. I got him at three. At two, I don't know where you're going with this. This is tough. I think if both teams stay healthy, I have the Bills at two. I love getting Dalton Kincaid from Utah, my Utah Utes. They got Dalton Kincaid from the for the Bills. Stephon Diggs concerns me. I don't really know what's going on with him. He's whining about not getting the football, but I think he was top three in targets. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, with I don't know guy. what more he wants. I yeah, I don't know what he wants. Just throwing the ball every play. I don't know. But I get the Bills at two. If listen, if the Bills don't do something, Sean McDermott could lose his job this year. Yeah, which is crazy considering you know they're they're right there every year. They just can't get, get over. it home. Um, but you know it is what it is. That's the business. Uh, yeah. I think I have the Bills at two, Dolphins one, and this is which it's a lot of ifs, you know. I I hope I just don't know if Tua can stay if Tua can play a whole season games. Um, I think they can do it. But they, you know, they got a little bit better on defense. With they got Jalen Ramsey, they still have Tyreek Hill, still have Jalen Waddle. Um, Could that, get that, Dalvin Cook. That's true. That's still we're still waiting on to hear about that. That's the biggest thing. Like you think about last year, they were. I don't have the stats, but they were one of the top offenses, top passing offenses in the league with one of the worst rushing offenses in the league. So if they could balance that, if they could have not even I'm they not saying <laughs> I'm not saying a top rushing offense. If they could just have a mid tier rushing offense to where teams like couldn't 15. just key on the pass yeah. almost every play. Middle of the pack, yeah. So if they could just be middle of the pack where you know, they could run the ball pretty well. But then their passing game comes off of that. They could be so 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 dangerous. And I'm trying to think, they have Hill, Waddle, Gusecki. No, the Heat left. No, he's there. Gusecki's the Patriots. No. Yeah. No. Look, look it, it up. up. No. 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 Look it up. No, we're gonna sell. We're gonna sell this on. I was about to say live, but we're not live. What's his name? Mike Gusecki. He's at the Patriots. I'm telling Mike. you. They've been talking about him and Hunter because Bill O'Brien loves running two tight end sets, supposedly. Didn't see it much at Bama, but Mike Gusecki, Mike William Gusecki is an American football tight end for the New England Patriots. Wow, good call, Steven. Yeah. Well, they didn't lose much losing that guy. Who's their third receiver? They did get a guy. I'm trying to think who it is. That's not the Dolphins get. What if they get D Hop and Dalvin? <laughs> I don't know if they have the money. Pay him the minimum. I don't know if they come for the minimum. No, um, I don't think so. Oh. The guy from the Jets, Berrios. Oh my he's like goodness, a, he's terrible. Yeah, he's well. I mean, I mean he's by, surrounded by Hill and Waddle. He he's might about be a as good, tall as my wife over there, <laughs> five two. <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he might be. A, he might be a good slot receiver. Hey, I'm just excited because with Gasecki out of the way, I didn't know that he left, but now that he did, I got them going to be the number one team in that division because Gasecki's gone. No, I already had him be the number one, but it just cements it more. Because I felt like, and I know we text during the games, I feel like they underutilized Jalen Waddle last year. Yeah. To me, Tua was so, 
like concerned with throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill, man. If he could split that 50 to 50, you cannot guard both. So just find whichever one's open. To me, he tried to force the ball so much to Tyreek Hill. And to me, Tyreek Hill and Waddle, if you just get him the ball and let him run and stuff, Mike McDaniel, he's a genius. And at calling it up, man. Yeah, he just got to fix that running game. Um, and, you know, the guy that they got from the Cowboys that we thought was going to be a big part of this in the slot, Cedric Wilson. They cut him? No, I think I'm saying if he could step up because he had a very, very quiet year. I don't know if he never grasped the playbook or something. Would be interesting to see him get Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. They need to fix that. I don't know about the offensive line. Hopefully they got that improved or two. Or we may see the last of him, but yeah, yeah that's it. See so, the last of them, all right. Oh, it's Bills, Jets, and Patriots. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Good episode. We'll be back next week. We'll go over some more NFL divisions, and we're going to start breaking down the SEC West and where we think these teams will end up as far as the rankings in the division. Vanderbilt taking it home. They're not in the West. (laughs) I'm just talking about in general. (laughs) Well, there's no divisions anymore. Hey, did you see LSU got the uh, most jelly shots? World Series? Oh, LSU won the College World Series. There you go, Matt. The corn dogs. (laughs) The corn dogs. I said, I I can smell them corn dogs from here. (laughs) Congrats, man. Yeah. It was a great episode. Until next week, man. See you. See (laughs) you.